We've known for some months now about a developer's plans to build 10,000 new homes near Richmond Hill in a subdivision he's calling Hartwood. That new neighborhood will have plenty of residents, and those residents will need health care. Enter St. Joseph's Candler, which this week unveiled plans to build a medical campus on 27 acres in the heart of Hartwood. The healthcare system's leader, Paul Hinchy, joins the Tuesday commute to tell us about it. Good day, Savannah, from all of us here at savannahnow.com. This is the Commute Podcast, presented by National Office Systems, and I am your host, Adam Van Bremer, opinion columnist and a deputy editor at the Savannah Morning News. On this edition of the Commute, we head south down Interstate 95 to the new Belfast-Keller exit, an interchange that's evolving rapidly. Next up down there, a medical campus of St. Joseph's Candler. We'll talk with St. Joe's Paul Hinchy about that in just a moment. But before I go there, a word about our sponsor, National Office Systems. National Office Systems has been the commute's benefactor since the podcast start, and they've been in business since the 1980s. In the early days, National Office Systems was the last office outfitter in the country to carry office furniture from both of the industry's leaders, Herman Miller and Knoll. Now, a couple of decades later, those furniture companies are collaborating on a new product line, and National Office Systems is one of the first to offer Miller Knoll furniture. In addition to Miller Knoll, National Office Systems remains the leader in the office design and outfitting sector, offering dirt modular interiors, OFS furniture, and 200 other product lines. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. That's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's the skinny on the St. Joseph's Candler Hartwood Medical Campus. Pleased to be joined on the commute today by St. Joseph's Candler's Paul Hinchy, who this week had a pretty big announcement. It seems like St. Joseph's Candler has some kind of big announcement every year, every 18 months these days, and it normally involves something to the west of Savannah. And certainly this is one of those cases that St. Joseph's Candler is going to open the St. Joseph's Candler Hartwood Medical Campus, yes. 27 acres. Uh, part of five buildings, 225 square feet by the time it's all built out, down in the Hartwood development, which is off of Belfast Keller Road. For those of you who've been south on 95 and you discover that there's a, there's a new exit there, that's where it is. So, Paul, can you just kind of talk about this project? And it's it's a little unique because it's a partnership with a, uh, uh urban planning development, right? Yes, this has been something we... Um, haven't really done before. We've built health services around the community, um, but ap- that's after they have been mature, so to speak. This one's a little bit different. This is on the front end of what's a major development, 7,000 acres that's out in that part of, of um, Bryan County. So um, when that was getting kicked off the ground, we were approached about joining early in the development to see if we'd build a medical campus there. And after we found out more and more about it and what the vision was, we were very, very interested. And so we've been involved on the front end of it right from the beginning, which is where the land's going to go and what type of services is going to be there and the projections and, and things like that right from the beginning. Uh, so that's a little bit different, and it was um, very energizing uh, dealing with 
the, the, the developer and the customer that had the vision rather than trying to go around later and try to get land. And, uh, and I think what's going to happen is we'll get a much more integrated product there for the community. Hartwood is looking to build 10,000 homes. For those of you for comparison, that's bigger than landings. That's going to be built down there. And they obviously, they value health and wellness. Instead of just driving to YMCA and saying, yeah. or whoever, pick on the YMCA, but yeah. why not just put a YMCA center out here and we can, we can kind of go through the motions. They approach you all to be more holistic. Why do you think that was? I, I think they did a little bit of due diligence on um, St. Joseph's Candler. First of all, you're coming into an area and what are your options, you know, and we've been fortunate enough to be around for a while, so to speak. So um, they, they knew we were vested in the community. We're locally owned and locally governed. You know, I think that was another um, significant deal because the trustees all live here and work here. And, um, that started that we had a similar philosophy for the community. And I think that's how it started uh, when they did their due diligence. And then we um, got a call, so to speak, and that's how it begun. There's two parts of your program, right? There's the bee health, which yeah. is more geared toward the wellness, and then there's actual medical health care. Can, can you describe for for listeners, what the B health side? Yes, there there are two components. There's there's uh, one is the wellness, the health and well being side. Then the other side of the coin are what are the services that are going to be there, and the innovation came about on both of those because we were at the table from the beginning when you're um, coming up with the melody for the song, so to speak. On the B health side. Uh, we're going to have lecture series out there, exercise classes, screenings. Um, there'll be um, uh, programs for all the community. Uh, and then the two, the two big innovations are we're going to have a full-time Be Health navigator there who will be the quarterback for the wellness programs for the residential community. And that person will be there uh, all the time and we'll run the kids camps and the walking trail camps and anything, any questions they have on their health. Then the second component of it is we've developed an app that will be on their phone to try to make it as easy as possible. So all these things will be listed on that app and the cooking classes and the recipes and the chat room. Uh, and, um, They'll get points for loyalty programs that they can cash in um, so that they can, um, you know, get some services from St. Joe's Candler or the commercial retail district. So we tried with the innovation to make sure, A, they had a contact person. Even though as sophisticated as people are, healthcare is still complicated and it's confusing. Sure. So this person will be there, their gatekeeper, so to speak, full-time to navigate them through the healthcare system, whether it's out there or I need a specialist someplace else. Can you kind of help me out how to do that? Then the other part is pushing them information real-time, and it will also be interactive so that they can schedule appointments for um, some of the diagnostic things they want to do but make that as convenient as possible so people will use it. Right. And that was a, a key point that, that you made 
uh, in our meeting earlier was healthcare almost has to go to people now, right? Mm -hmm. And we're kind of past the day where people went to the healthcare by putting this in, in Hartwood in close proximity to the rest of Richmond Hill. How much of an advantage is that you think in terms of, of not only for you guys from a business standpoint, but for people who want healthcare, but maybe you're pressed for time. I think it's a game changer. And the reason I say that, uh, we've been in Richmond Hill a long time. You know, we know that community. We, we've done focus groups there. Um, we built Pooler. Um, we know how busy Pooler is because it's close to that area of the county. Mm-hmm. And we did the same thing over in Bluffton. Um, prior to us going over to Bluffton, there wasn't that much there. You had to go to Hilton Head or you had to go to Savannah. So we dipped our toe in expanding access into these communities, and it's been favorable, favorably received in all the markets we've gone to. And it's going to be the same thing here. People are just too darn busy. In my opinion, we all have the best intentions mm-hmm. But there's too much competition for our time. And some of it is cognitive, but some of it, I think, is reflexive as you're driving by something and there's a sign out there or there's, you'll get it on the app. You'll say, you know what? I really need to go there. And in healthcare, one of the major things is early detection. If you can detect things early, but you only can do that through early screening. And many, many things take cancer as an example. It ends up in stage four. There are many disease sites in cancer. Had it been detected in stage one, might have had a different outcome. So if those screenings are available where you've got to drive by your car, you'll take advantage of them. We'll get back to Paul Hinchy in a moment. If you're a regular listener to The Commute, odds are you are interested in Savannah and Georgia-related content. For those of you who crave more, we offer the Savannah Town Square newsletter. We recently relaunched this weekly email newsletter focused on Savannah Now's opinion content. Recent newsletters have centered on controversial topics, such as Georgia's Divisive Concepts Law, which is really anti-CRT, and that took effect at the start of this school year, which just started last week. Also, I took a look at our taxes and proposed taxes, such as the Transportation Special Local Option Sales Tax, also known as TSPLOST, which will be on Chatham County voter ballots come November. Pretty good reads, if I do say so myself. Sign up for the newsletter by visiting savannahnow.com slash newsletter and click subscribe next to Savannah Town Square. Again, at savannahnow.com slash newsletter. You don't need to be a print or digital subscriber to receive this newsletter, so you have no excuses. Now back to St. Joseph's Candler's Paul Hinchy. Let's talk about that site, 27 acres, and I think it's important to note that you all own it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because, yeah, Hartwood, they got a ton of land down there, but you also got a major, major manufacturer that's about to blow up out in Bryan mm-hmm. County and will spur a lot of rooftops. So the fact you guys own it means that they can't ask for it back. You said the key in terms of the planning and the development side of that was visibility and accessibility. What makes this site so uh, attractive from that standpoint? Starts with location. Um, Radiant could have said, sure, we want a healthcare partner. Then you're in the back of some strip mall. Uh, And another 
as I mentioned earlier, one's in a different state of mind when you get healthcare. It's not a, a you're not going to a restaurant, you're not going to buy an outfit. You are in a different state of mind, and it's you've got to have it visible, and you've got to get into it. You've got to get out of it. You've got to get out of your car. You've got to get where you need to go. So it starts with the location, and this location is on the pin lot on that development. You come off of I-95, it's right there in the corner of the Greater Geechee Parkway and Belfast Keller Road, which is being expanded to four lanes. So even if you're not using healthcare all the time, you are driving by it all the time. So it's a reflexive act when you need it, not where is it a cognitive act. You know exactly where it is. So that was one of the things that we discussed with Radiant. And I'll, and I'll tell you, it's a real thumbs up for them. They got it. That pin lot could have been a major commercial development because of its location. But they said, no, we're going to make it ground zero of the healthcare. And, you know, that really resonated with me, uh, among many other things, that they were really serious about this. Yeah. Because, um, you know, that Greater Geechee Parkway goes right up to the Harris Trail and goes up to Ford Plantation. I mean, it is where you want to be. And that's the land that we that we ended up getting. Yeah, prime real estate for sure. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned at, at the jump, that this is part of a, uh, a series of announcements you've had to the last of us. Of course, the Pooler Micro Hospital is open and yes. doing its thing. There are also plans for a healthcare facility if St. Joseph Candler is going to operate at 280 and I-16. And most people realize by now that that is a stone's throw for where Hyundai is going to build their electric vehicle plant. How do those three sites and then coming in here to town with, with the hospitals you have here, how does that all kind of work together in terms of a, a network of healthcare for anybody that lives this side of, of Statesboro? Well, if, if you looked at it on a, on a map without getting too complicated, it, it, it's a health, it, we built a healthcare beltway um, geographically around there. Um, you know, uh, Pembroke now is really developing. There are two Bryan counties. There's the Richmond Hill side of Bryan County is the Pembroke side of Bryan County. Um, and Richmond Hill's been getting a lot of attention, but that Pembroke side is coming into its own as well, that I-16 side. So when we looked at pushing healthcare to Bryan County, we drew that circle, so to speak, on where might be the next development there to fill out Bryan County. And it became obvious to us that that I-16 side, something's big, it's got to happen there. Mm -hmm. So that's how it all fits together from 280 down to Pooler. Um, and then you can always get into Candler. And then on the other side, you got I-95. We've got places in the Ford Plantation. We've got places in Pembroke. And so it's all kind of filling in, so to speak, that irrespective of where you live, you'll be able to get to a healthcare facility no longer than 20 minutes. Well, interesting stuff, uh, as always. We'll look forward yeah. to, I guess this time next year, we'll probably have another announcement somewhere. Yeah, we will. <laughs> you know, we, we live in a part of the country 
knock on wood, you know, being a coastal city where you've got this growth mm-hmm. and and I'll just say the growth is not confined to just water and sewage and transportation and school systems. Healthcare has got to grow with the community. It's a major draw for economic development. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice to address it on the front end, which is what Radiant is doing, is they're selling those homes. They're showing them where that medical campus is. And they're telling them they've already got the medical facility to do it. Here's who they are. Google them. Check them out. And so when families are buying those homes, they already know that that's being taken care of. And they don't have to stress out about it. And I think that's a big deal. Well, thanks so much for the time, Paul. It's always good to visit That's with you. Good. And we'll look forward to the, the opening of these two facilities here in the, in the near future. Yes, thank you, Adam. It's great to see you. That's all for this edition of the Commute Podcast. Thanks one last time to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. Before I sign off, remember that we publish new Commute episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Whatever your interests, you will find interviews of interest in our archives. Search The Commute with that Savannah opinion on your favorite podcast app. The Commute returns in the coming days, and we look forward to talking to you then. Thanks very much. <laughs>